What's up, Military Millionaires? I'm your host, David Bray. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to bring on Stu Grazier, who is my partner on the Mastermind Group we host, and we're going to bring in two different members of the Mastermind Group. And what we're going to do is we're just going to talk through accountability, kind of what a Mastermind Group is, specifically what this Mastermind Group is like, and how being around like-minded people will help you grow. We're also going to talk about a little bit of the future of the group towards the end and also discuss uh, some of the different ways that people challenge each other and just some cool conversation at the end for sure. So stick around. But this episode is geared towards helping you understand why you need to get around of people who are thinking in the same way you are that will challenge you to grow. With that being said, show notes are always found at frommilitarytomillionaire.com slash podcast. Now relax and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Military Millionaire Podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dave from the Military Millionaire Podcast. We're doing something a little bit different today. I have my partner, Stu Grazier, from the War Room Mastermind on the call. and We got two other members of the Mastermind Group, and we want to just talk about accountability, some of the benefits of a Mastermind Group, and some of the different things that uh, you can get out of this because we get asked about it all the time, and it's not always the easiest thing to explain. So we thought, hey, why don't we just put it on a podcast, and then everybody will always have a way to learn a little bit about what we're doing here and why it may or may not be a good fit for you. So uh, Stu is a, a naval officer. We've been partnered together on this since October, but we've been, I don't know, we've known each other for like two years now. And, uh, and then we've got Marcus and Adam on the call who are both service members. One is in England and one is in uh, 29 Palms, and we're going to let them introduce themselves. But real quick, uh, Stu, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I'm excited. I'm wearing my military millionaire shirt and uh, I see that pumped up. But Adam is I'm excited to be a co-host today. I know this is weird for me. I'm like, I have to introduce my co-host. I have to introduce. I have to like remember everybody to introduce. Everybody's new. Uh, all right, Adam, Marcus, welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thanks for having us on, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, stoked to be here, man. Woo-woo. All right, so. Um, so both these guys have been a part of the War Room Mastermind, and they've both been uh, crushing it and growing. It's been a lot of fun for, for us all to be a part of, you know, holding each other accountable and, and learning together. Um, but uh, just kind of want to get into just introducing them. Um, so Adam, we'll start with you. Uh, what's your uh, what's your current business and focus? Okay, yeah. So currently, uh, I own a couple single family properties. I've got a buy and hold real estate strategy. Uh, but I'm, I'm starting to get into multifamily kind of multifamily is my goal. Um, and it's been great so far, uh, working on a duplex, working on a, a larger multifamily deal with some, as a limited partner. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Cool. Marcus, how about yourself, buddy? Yeah, right now you currently uh, sitting in about, um, probably about 14, uh, buy and hold single family, a couple commercial, um, uh, properties and stuff that I've accumulated over the past 15 years or so. Um, since I came over here to, to England, we can get you know more into some of the details and stuff, but just uh, since the first of the year, um, started doing a little bit of private lending, uh, working on, you know, some limited partnership and syndication and just kind of uh, expanding out um, from the, the buy and holds. 
that's that's awesome i i like the fact that both of you are doing starting to mess around with different strategies which is cool because uh, that's people always told me i had to focus 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 and i'm like yeah it's okay but you gotta be able to pivot a little bit here and there so um all right so we're gonna the next question we're gonna ask is to tell us a little bit about your journey and uh, how you guys started on it when where why so adam what got you started in real estate Okay, so believe it or not, it was about a decade ago. I was driving across the country on a PCS and I listened to a book. You may have not heard of it. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So write that down. That one. Go read it. What? Uh, I've never heard of that book before. Yeah. What's that, uh, what's that about? <laughs> that planted the seed. It took a long time for that seed uh, to grow and mature. About a decade later, I bought my first house I lived in 2017. Turned that into a rental, uh, you know, parlayed that into a turnkey rental. Really great experience. Um, took that. I worked on a couple duplexes in Northwest Arkansas. I failed probably four or five times in between that and the next duplex I'm actually getting under contract now. I got into a joint venture, 42 unit. So I, I've been experiencing a lot of stuff. But really, it started in 2008 timeframe, bought my first house in 2017, bought my first investment property in 2019. Now I'm working on a duplex. I'm a limited partner in a larger syndication, and I'm also doing private lending. Awesome. Crushing and it, man. Crushing it. Love it. Mr. Marcus, what about you? Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, you know, so uh, kind of my real estate journey really started um, uh, 2004 was the first property that I ever purchased. Um, I was going through a enlisted to a commissioning program. I went back to Columbia, Missouri, uh, bought a, a condo that I lived in and um, house hacked it before before we were all cool and called it house hacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that for three years there. And uh, when I when I left, I went out to Hawaii, you know, obviously pretty expensive. I was deploying a lot and um, I didn't really at the time I'm a finance major. Um, so I've always enjoyed finance, um, and that aspect, but I wouldn't really say I was necessarily, um, intentional or, you know, uh, dedicated to real estate at that point in time. Um, so I was out in, out in Hawaii for a few years, uh, moved to San Diego a few years later, and it wasn't until uh, 2010 when I bought my next uh, single family uh, property. It was kind of a opportunistic, um, to buy and, Still wasn't really like looking to do it. It was just kind of, it kind of came along. Um, and then in 2013, I was still in San Diego and I, I ended up buying about a 36 acre um, farmland. Um, so over the course of, you know, 10 or 12 years, those were my only three purchases, you know, so it wasn't really intentional or quick. It was just kind of uh, as things came along. Uh, late 2016, um, started a, an LLC with uh, my two brothers. And then about six months later, our two brother-in-laws joined us as well. So there's five of us all together. Um, and we were just kind of, you know, our goal with that was um, really kind of building up, you know, for our families um, and stuff to build up that equity and, and some generational um, wealth there to pass down. And um, a lot of that was kind of revolved around our, our hometown, our community. So a small community in uh, Northeast Missouri um, and trying to, trying to, you know, create better properties there and give back to the community. Um, and so over the past uh, three years or so, we've, we've accumulated about uh, 10, 12 uh, properties, mostly single family, as I mentioned, a couple, couple commercial uh, properties. But uh, so at that time, obviously, the, the pace was kind of picking up a little bit. Um, 
it was kind of there towards my, I was in Colorado for a few years where, where I met Stu and stuff. And it was kind of during my time there, you know, kind of after we um, had started the LLC with, as, as a family and, and doing some buy and holds that I really started getting a little bit more intentional. Uh, you know, I was going to a few meetups that Stu was holding there, um, starting to, to read and kind of educate myself a lot, a lot better than I had in the past. And I uh, came over here to England about a year ago. Um, and so it was, uh, you know, just right. I was getting excited about meetups and, and networking and, and stuff. And you kind of throw that wrench into to an international move and stuff, you know? So, um, so yeah, I had a couple of conversations with Stu and, and it was, that was part of the reason it was exciting for me, you know, for the, uh, the mastermind and stuff to kick up, it kind of gave me an opportunity to, to still do some of that networking and talk about that more, um, later on. But, you know, and being over here, I've continued to buy a couple of buy and holds, uh, during that time frame. but it, it's given me an opportunity to kind of, um, you know, as we talked about before, venture into some other, other opportunities, uh, the private lending and some uh, limited partnerships and stuff. So that's where I am today. Right on. That's a, uh, it's a good transition to, um, kind of talking about our mastermind group a little bit more. And, you know, David and I had started it back in uh, last October and, and both of you were, uh, fairly early members in our group. And, um, so I was kind of curious what, why did you, why did you decide to, to join a mastermind group and, and why ours, the, the war room mastermind group? Yeah, I think, um, well, I think I was your, your first member. And if not, I'm yeah, I think that. you were, um, I think you were, man. So member number one here. <laughs> so it, it makes me think of, you know, similar to Marcus, right? You start surrounding yourself with people who are thinking like you. Cause when I look around right now without a mastermind group, there's not a whole bunch of people around me doing real estate. There's not a lot of people to talk to you about it. Um, it's a great quote from Napoleon Hill, Hill from thinking grow, grow rich, where he says, uh, if you find yourself weak and persistent, surround yourself with the mastermind group, like, okay, so I want to continue to do this. I want to be persistent, consistent, and intentional about all the things I'm doing. Like I need to find people who are doing what I want to do, people who are where I want to be, um, and people that I can talk to every day about it. And that's, that's what I got out of the group. That, that, was, that was my mindset. Find the people who are doing what I want to do, um, things that I'm passionate about, you know, great people. Just be intentional. Love it, man. Marcus, why'd you join, buddy? Yeah, so, you know, I think like um, probably a lot of the other military people and stuff, I had this aspiration or, or loosely defined goal, uh, I guess, of that, you know, I, I wanted to replace my military um, income with, you know, passive income or other cash flow and stuff by the time I retired. And, you know, having been in um, for 19 years at this point, you know, that's it's coming up right around the corner. Um, so that was kind of my goal and stuff. And then over the past few years, you know, I've kind of, talked more, especially after we were starting to accumulate uh, more real estate and, you know, with my brothers and stuff about uh, how that, that passive income was going to replace my uh, military uh, paycheck. Um, but, but if I was honest with myself and stuff, you know, I wasn't really um, being intentional about it and I wasn't really on a, a glide path to actually make that happen. Um, so, you know, I was kind of really looking for, uh, for the accountability is kind of the initial thing that, that drew me to it. And, uh, you know, since Adam threw out a quote, I'll, I'll attempt one as well. But I think it was uh, John DeLemme or something that said uh, something to the effect of uh, accountability is what separates the wishers from the action takers that care enough about their future uh, life uh, to, to account for their daily actions. Um, and so I, I think it was uh, I was looking for that accountability 
um, to take account for my daily action and put myself on a, on a glide path uh, to do that. And I, I think joining, um, you know, the benefits have far outweighed just the accountability uh, aspect. Um, but I think joining was a kind of a pivotal moment, although I had taken some action in the previous years, it was kind of a pivotal moment to, to really get intentional uh, and be accountable to myself and to others uh, about the actions I was taking. I have to ask, did you guys prepare with those quotes or did you do really have those like memorized? I'm pretty impressed if you have them memorized. No, I, I got like three or four Napoleon Hill quotes that are like on stickies on my computer that <laughs> nice. I'm a big fan of. I, I won't say, yeah, I won't say I have that one memorized because if someone fact checks me, I might've missed a word or two, but you know, I think <laughs> yeah. over the, over the past, I think we started this in October and stuff. Right. So, um, and I'm kind of in, in uh, full drive right now to, to make sure I meet my goals by the time I retire here in a couple of years and stuff. And so that, that has been one that, um, it's kind of stuck to me in that transition, uh, transitional period for me, I think. How do you feel like the mastermind group has impacted your business, Adam? Like, how's it, how's it helped you out a little bit or, or not helped you out? I, don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like a numbers guy, a factual guy. So, um, like what, it, what have I done since I joined the group? Right. So I bought one single family working on the duplex right now with a purchase agreement signed there. I got two other duplexes under contract that went through due diligence that, um, you know, had bad plumbing. We had to abort that. I got into a 42 unit joint venture uh, deal, a couple million dollars worth through due diligence. Uh, couldn't find common ground in that. Had to abort that one as well. I've been able to do private lending and I'm a limited partner on a syndication. So like when you say, how did, how is it going since you've been in the mastermind? Like all that credit is to the people that are surrounding me because without really having the confidence of other people's experience, it's harder to take action, right? Because it's education, take action. Um, and then you gain experience. But for the, with the mastermind group, I've been able to call Marcus in England and say, Hey, I'm looking at this thing. What do you think? Or I'm able to call uh, Tom or some of the other guys in my group and say, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And they can either say, Hey, Adam, you're just looking at the numbers. You're not looking at all these other things as I normally do, uh, and help me out. But they've, they've made, they've helped me to grow exponentially. And that's not just me. Like in my team, uh, one guy on my team has added 10 doors since we started just since October. Um, two other guys have bought single families and are working on other ones. And, you know, one of the guys has, a multifamily deal here in 29 Palms where I live that he's just about finished repositioning. So like, I'm super excited about what he's doing next. It's awesome. That's cool, man. That's cool. That excites me. Yeah. I didn't buy 10 doors. <laughs> Marcus, what about you? buddy? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, really similar to, to Adam and stuff, you know, we, we started this back in October. So we're like, what, eight, eight months in or so nine months. I'm not going to do the public math here, but, um, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really wouldn't say I took any specific action probably from, um, uh, October to December. Um, it was mostly just, you know, kind of getting to know the squad, getting to, you know, educated with our monthly calls, some of that kind of stuff. And I think after the, you know, kind of coming around the turn of the year, um, and stuff, things have taken off uh, quite a bit, you know, as I mentioned, we've kind of, um, accumulated a couple new buy and holds after the first of the year done, you know, I think three uh, private lendings uh, already. Um, 
you know, a limited partner in a syndication, uh, that all just since the January, late January uh, timeframe. Um, so I think it's, you know, just remarkable, the, uh, the escalation um, of, of action taking and stuff. And, um, you know, the, the stuff that I have with my brothers, you know, we've been able to, you know, learn like systems and things like that, that we've, you know, been exposed to from other talking with other people to try to, you know, make things more um, systemized. Um, and, you know, Adam kind of hit on it. It's, uh, it's really amazing. You know, we have the, the meetings weekly, uh, squad meetings and stuff where we're kind of accountable for our small groups. You know, we have the, the large groups where you guys have brought in some, uh, some awesome, awesome speakers that have exposed us to stuff. You know, sometimes people are like, Oh, that's just a pod, uh, podcast host. I'll never get to talk to them. And, you know, then we, we get the opportunity to, to engage with them, uh, and everything. It's really, really cool. And, and like Adam said, like Adam and I are, um, we're not in the same small group and we communicate, you know, back and forth messages and stuff just as much as I do with some of the people uh, in my squad. And so, you know, you, you can bounce ideas off. Um, I came into this just doing buy and holds. And so just the, the education and, and stuff that you get from the other guys about the different opportunities. Um, it's not, it's not salesy by any means, but the, the relationship that we get with each other, um, you know, you, you start to get access to our opportunities or exposure. Um, and quite frankly, we, we start, you really start to trust uh, each other, you know? Um, and so I, th I think, you know, our, that, that's how things operate at the speed of trust. We've all you know, seen that book and stuff. Um, you know, so the, the opportunities just start, you know, happening quicker. You are comfortable with people around you, the advice that they're giving. Um, I think it just really, you know, you know, speeds up, um, the, the action taken. And, and as Adam mentioned, I think, you know, you, you get excited about other people's successes, um, and stuff too. So as I see him, you know, him succeed, I'm excited for him and people are excited for me. And I think you kind of, uh, you work off that like motivation uh, a little bit as well. So it's been awesome. Hey, hey Dave. And let me, let me say this too. I got into a joint venture with four other guys. Okay. One was a retired NFL linebacker. One was um, a dentist. One owned a electric company in Milwaukee. And one was like the operations guy on the ground. All four of them are paying over 20 grand a year for coaching and mentorship and friendship. And this is what I'll tell you is our team is doing as much as they're getting. So our war room team was doing as much as they're getting and they're paying a collective hundred thousand dollars for the same thing. You know, we have in our military group. It's incredible, Ooh. man. Ed, yeah. Hey, maybe we should uh, bump up our prices. <laughs> <laughs> just, rookie numbers, rookie numbers. Um, Speaking, no. of, speaking of that, I'll jump back in if you don't mind real quick on that, you know, talking about bumping up your numbers and the, the ROI, you know, when, when we started this back in the fall, we all kind of put like, what's our, uh, what's our goal, like our 12 month goal or whatever. Um, and, and, you know, eight months in, like I said, like I didn't take any action really specifically between October and December. So just since January of this year, um, you know, I've already exceeded what my goal was by two and a half times. So whether that was me nice. making too making making too low of a goal, uh, I'm not sure. But I think you can see like uh, surrounding yourselves with these kind of guys, like what that will do for you and girls, I should say. Yeah, fi finally. No, I'm just. <laughs> we do have a few girls in the group, so it's not all guys. But I guess when you have military background, it is kind of expected that it'll be a little skewed towards males. I don't know. Um, man, that's that's awesome guys that's exciting yeah i know uh, when Stu and i were talking about like pricing on this that was like our number one thing was like dude it's service members the goal on this is not to like 
gouge people for money. The goal on this is to make it just just enough that people actually join the group. Because I think Stu had done it as well, but I'd been in three different free masterminds that never made it past the first meeting. Like they just maybe maybe to the second one. But I remember one mastermind group had five guys, and I only ever met with one of them once. And it was like, oh, okay, well this was fun. And I just kind of realized, like, man, when there's when there's not like even even a small price on it people don't finish things they're, they're just they don't, there's no skin in the game and so anyway that's that's cool to hear i don't know that 20 yeah. grand is the skin we need to have in the game though Stu. i yes. think we can stay without that <laughs> concur concur um what's, what's been uh, i and i can kind of guess what uh, your answers are going to be but what what's what would you say you're like is your favorite thing uh, about the mastermind group so far oh for me it's not, it's the people man it's the people um so I know you're going to say that. <laughs> well, ch- we'll check it out. Like here, here's an indicator of, you know, the speed of trust like Marcus mentioned, but so we, we meet weekly, we, you know, there's a framework that's put to it says, okay, here's kind of the way you can take notes some questions you can ask each other. And we recommend everybody meets weekly. And then once monthly we do the, uh, the big call with the whole group, right? My group talks every single day. We've got a signal chat that we're in. And, uh, you know, yesterday we're texting about somebody's tenant biting the mailman or somebody's <laughs> tenant's dog biting the mailman. Like I'm getting that experience and I'm not experiencing it. And oh, you know, that's awesome. so, oh, yeah, so I'm researching, you know, all the things I can for my, my fellow teammate here about that. And that just is an indicator of what's the best part about it. It's the people. They're awesome people. You want to help people. You want to be in the group. You want to do better because the group expects you to do better. Definitely the people. That's cool. Yeah, I have to, you know, I have to second Adam on that. You know, I couldn't uh, steer in a, a different direction. You know, as, as I mentioned, when I came over here, I was just getting into the, you know, meetups and, and really going and, and talking with people about real estate and everything. So I was really excited uh, about the opportunity to, uh, to do this virtually and stuff. Of course, everybody's been doing it virtually a lot, a lot lately, but, um, but yeah, as he, as he mentioned, just the, uh, the communication that we have with each other, like learning from each other's experiences, you're invested in other people's goals. They're invested in yours. Um, you know, like just yesterday, Adam, Adam tagged me, uh, you know, challenged me to, to run a 10 K, you know, what I do this morning, I got up and ran a 10 K. Um, I was just thinking about know. that. Yeah. And so it's awesome. It, it goes beyond, uh, it goes beyond real estate. You know, you get invested in each other's lives and, you know, want the best for, for each other. And, um, I hadn't ran a more than a 5k for a few months, you know, so it was, you know, it wasn't like I just go out there and do that every day, but, um, you know, pushing each other to be better, um, knowing that they're there for you. We, we have that foundational level of trust just from being military to start with. Um, and then when you, once you get in this environment and, and starting bounce ideas off each other and, uh, you know, asking each other hard questions to make sure we're making sound uh, financial and investment decisions or other life decisions. And um, yeah, the people's number one thing. Yeah, that's awesome. I had something that I was going to say and I can't remember what it was. So I guess I'll I bet it was going to be profound too. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was, we, were, so... we were like all on pins and needles <laughs> waiting for this amazing oh, man. quote so... that you were going to give us. <laughs> So profound. Um, <clears throat> I, oh, there we go. It was just going to be the fact that like one of the benefits to having an, a mastermind group that's specifically service members and veterans is the when you talk about the people and how much you guys get along, like 
there is, I mean, we all know there's something special about other service members and other veterans, like whether you're Air Force, Marine, whatever, you all get along on some level from that connection. And so we have this really cool bond in the group where everybody just ornately has something in common. And I, it's been cool. I mean, I've personally, like I have personal friends that I've known for years who've asked to jump in the group and I've been like, no, sorry, man. And one of them was like a, <clears throat> one of them was like a firefighter. And I'm like, dude, I love you, but nope, like it's close, no cigar. Like, sorry, we, we set this up as this way when we joined, when we started it and we're going to stick with it. And I think that's really cool because there's an already a bond. And so it makes like getting to know everyone. I mean, it, it's really cool to be able to like just click with every single person in the group over something as big as like, you're probably one of largest life decisions you ever made. So uh, I'm a huge fan of that for sure. All right. So the next question we're going to ask in here is what would you tell pe others if they were considering, uh, you know, real estate or, or joining a mastermind group? That seems kind of, kind of like a cliche question. So I'm just going to ask more, more like, what is it about accountability that you guys think has been so beneficial? Like that word, people, people hate that word because it means being held accountable, but like that's what you get a lot of times in a mastermind group. So I guess I just ask what your thoughts are on, on why accountability is important and, and how it's benefited you. Hey, hey, Dave, let me, let me ask you if, if you've had this feeling as a Marine before you're like running a few minutes late to something and you're, you're, you're just have emotions running through like, oh, I'm late. Oh, like the world is obviously going to fall apart when I get there. People are going to be so let down, even though, you could easily just call somebody and they'd be like, okay, cool, great, man. Uh, you know, just be safe, don't rush. But as a Marine, it's wired in you to never be late. Yeah. So you get that same feeling in a mastermind group. When I tell the group, this is my goal, here's my plan to get there. And when I say every week, this is what I'm doing this week, and I come on to the, the call on Saturday morning at five o'clock, and I, they said, did you accomplish your goal? I don't want that feeling. I don't want that feeling of, ah, oh, I'm going to be late. The whole world is going to fall apart. So I make sure I do what I say I'm going to do. And I think that that kind of microcosm of accountability is why you do that. You don't want to let people down, especially as a service member. It's not in our fabric to let people down. We just make it happen. And, uh, the group has really driven me to do that with real estate. So when I say I'm going to call, you know, four different leads and I'm going to do this analysis, like I do it because I'm not going to let my guys down. I, I hate when my group like gives me like the disappointed dad look, you know, like, oh man, come on. You said you were going to do that. And then I don't, and I don't. I don't like the disappointed dad look. Well, the fun thing is people are okay with you like, like, so I'm, I'm in a mastermind group that I've been in for probably about a year and a half that I pay a pretty decent amount for. And there's one guy in the group that we've been giving him busting his chops for like, I don't know, probably, probably two months now. Cause he keeps saying like this, my week, this week I'm going to do my taxes. And like, finally somebody was like, look, if you don't do your taxes this week, you're going to write a check for whatever your return was to my charity of choice. And he, and he agreed to it and he goes, tax is done. So like, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that you can, you can do things like that. So, uh, and like people there, I don't know. Anyway, all that to say, I like your answer. Marcus. Yeah. Adam's, Adam's answer was absolutely fantastic. Um, it's hard to compete with that. Um, so just to, to expound on that, you know, I, 
totally agree. Like none of us want that, that type of feeling and stuff. And so I think when I think about the accountability and intention, intentionality and stuff, like what we can achieve with that is so more because number one, we don't want that feeling. Um, but you know, if I look back over the past few months, um, coming to those guys every week or even, you know, interacting with them or others throughout the week, even if I did fall 10% short of what I said I was going to do, I probably achieved significantly more than if I was relying on myself, you know, cause it's, it's easy to, to tell myself, you know, I'm going to do this and then not do it and tell myself I'm going to do this and then not do it. Um, but when you have other you know, people holding your feet to the fire a little bit, you know, you're, you're writing things down, you're telling people that you're going to do it. Um, so that there are times, you know, and there've been days in the past couple months, you know, that have been pretty, pretty challenging. You're not you know, quite as motivated to, to execute and stuff. Um, but I think, man, when I, when I really look at it, you know, because I have people holding me accountable, um, and stuff that I really have achieved so much more than I would have if I had gone through this alone. I agree hundred percent, man. Um, I've seen a lot of growth, uh, within, within our groups, um, just, just from doing this and holding each other accountable. It's good stuff, man. So we've had uh, quite a few guest speakers. We have a guest speaker every month that's coming in and talking to us about, you know, different uh, strategy or niche or topic uh, kind of within the realm of real estate and investing. Um, and uh, I didn't really prep you for this, but uh, if you would say like, what, what would be your favorite, uh, I guess, speaker or resource or book um, that, uh, that we've introduced uh, to the mastermind group so far? would you say has been kind of like your favorite? All right. So for the book, I was a huge fan of the four disciplines of execution. Um, I think that's probably one of the, first, I think that might've been the first book we read. Yep. I was but, one. Yeah, but just, you know, even if you just take lead and lag measures out of that and you, you kind of use that, that um, mental model for how you, you look at things that that's a great book in and of itself. Um, and then for guests, I, I just found a lot of value in Whitney Sewell personally. And I think it's just because it related to me wanting to do like launching a multifamily and then Bill Allen, mostly just because he's energetic and he's got a lot of stuff going on and it's kind of cool. Um, you know, so Whitney and Bill Allen were, were probably two of my favorites. Cool. Yeah, I think, um, it's kind of, tough doing this uh, off, off the cuff without the list in front of me because I'll probably yeah. forget, forget one of them. But um, I, I agree a lot with Adams there. Those are probably in my tops as well because the, the four disciplines of execution, the lead and lag measures, like I think sometimes it's such a basic concept. Um, but we, we just go through life without that realization or, or moving towards our goals with focusing on the wrong things, right? And so um, I think coming into to this, that was a, a pretty pivotal like mindset thing of like – you know, to, to ensure that we're focusing on the lead measures to achieve uh, the others and stuff. So that was pretty profound. Um, I, I enjoyed uh, Whitney and, and Bill a lot as well. And, and Bill, like I'm not as much into um, the area of real estate that he is, but I think following him afterwards um, has been, has been pretty awesome. He's, you know, just such a, um, a positive individual, especially watching some of his stuff over the past couple months. Um, and some of the challenges, you know, going from where he was a few years ago to where he is today, uh, I think it's just really inspiring. And, you know, you know, there's just nothing that he doesn't believe he can't do. Um, so I've really enjoyed following, following him and getting some inspiration. Um, and, and then Whitney is kind of in some ways similar, like the, 
as I move from, you know, just buying holds to some of that like syndication type stuff uh, as well. But um, just looking at his path and what he's done and, and, you know, like I grew up on a farm with a lot of horses, we trained horses and stuff. And so hearing that, you know, about his background and um, the things that he did and the, the vast transformation um, was just really inspirational from, you know, not always just like the, the strategies or things that they're doing, but just, you know, makes you believe like I can do this. Um, you know, you just got to surround yourself with, with people and, and, you know, go along for the ride. And that's, uh, I agree. I, I actually really like the four disciplines of execution as well. So I, I'm glad you guys mentioned that book. It's one of those books that I need to read. Uh, well, when I say again, probably multiple times, but it's definitely a good one. Um, and there's so many like actionable steps in that book, you know, that you can kind of take away. Yeah. And he, I mean, even yourself. if you just understand the idea of a lead measure, like that'll completely shape your goals and your future. It's, it's crazy. How many people sit around and go, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Okay, great. But what are you going to do? What do you mean? I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Maybe how <laughs> anyway, just challenge Marcus to run a 10 K. And then he beats your pace by 20 seconds. So now you have to run another one. <laughs> to, to be fair, I, I did tell my wife that um, I was like, I was happy with a slower pace, but I was using yours as a, as a goal. And so I was uh, pleasantly surprised with, uh, with, with the pace that turned out considering I hadn't ran one for a while. But that, that's how we feed on Adam, each other and make each other better. I, Adam, I think you should post something in, in, our, uh, in our war room group and just challenge everybody to a 10K today on Memorial Day. Oh, I'm running, yeah, the, well, I'm running the, we're Murph. Doing the Murph. We got to do the, oh, Murph. the Murph. The Murph. Yeah, I I'm, think uh, I'm doing the Murph we, and I'm we got totally out of my pain. Oh, sorry. We got a bunch of recon guys, you know, <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was gonna say is I'm totally out of my my comfort zone with this. I'm doing the Murph with one of my roommates today who just got out of recon like three weeks ago okay. and also a guy with an Ironman tattoo on his calf. So I'm totally screwed and I'm like, all right, uh, I'm probably going to video it and just be like, all right, uh, let's, let's just focus on how far behind I am. I'm going to try to keep that gap under a certain timeline frame rather. <laughs> your, your, your military audience has all been out on a run with a buddy who, hey, we're just going to, it's going to be nice and easy guys. No big deal. Just, you know, you and a couple friends and that guy starts picking up the pace and then you're like, okay, so you start picking. Marcus did that in England to me. Now he, I don't know how that was virtually possible, but he did that to me. Now I have to run faster. I love it. I love it. It's awesome. Hey, hey, let me, I just heard the best quote yesterday. I put, I, you might've seen on my social media. Do you see the, you see what I quoted Dave Green? So mm -hmm. I was, this resonates with me because the guys in my mastermind group are always like, yeah, send it to, you got a deal, send it to Adam. He'll, he'll put it in his, um, you know, in his science machine and then he'll send it back and tell us if it's a good deal or not, you know, cause I like to make spreadsheets, but David green yesterday on the podcast said, um, with, with, I'm like with a spreadsheet, me with a spreadsheet in my hand is like John wick with a Glock in his hand, you know? So I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that comparison all day. Love it. I'm like you, dude. I, I love spreadsheets. I'm like a freaking spreadsheet nerd. Have you guys taken the disc profile? What What are you, Sue? Uh, I am a high C, high S. What about you, Adam? Do you know? Uh, what's the one that and says you're I. like a... 
What's the one that says you're like a guardian or something? That's the one I did. Nope, that's not the disc. Not All the right. disc. No, Marcus, have you do done disc? disc? I have done it, but it's been it's been a long time ago, so I don't really even recall what it what it was. Stu, this is funny because if you think about this, we're gonna we're gonna just go off on a tangent for a second. So I am. I'd have to pull it up, but I swear I'm like a 99I and like a 60 or a 70D. So if you look at the disc profile, it's like uh, decision, influence, stability. I, I'm getting all these wrong, but it's basically like drive, influence. So like the I, which is mine, is like people, person, and then drive. So I'm like a visionary. And Stu is like the integrator if you if you look at, which is just funny because if you look at, if you knew anything about like Stu and I started this thing, we were like, hey, let's do this thing. It's going to be cool. And then you know, six months later, however long it's been, like Stu basically handles all of the like behind the scenes logistics application. Like it just kind of slowly morphed to where I was like, man, Stu's got that. I'm terrible at that. I'm going to, and I'm out here and I'm, I'm doing all the, it's just funny because we never talked about this before, but I'm a huge believer in the whole disc profile. And as soon as Stu said spreadsheets, I was like, I like, I like numbers. I, I like numbers, like I'm the no math work, like do it in my head, not spreadsheet guy. And so it's just funny how that works out. That like It, it worked out um, in our business storehouse 310 as well with with uh, Dave Gutierrez and I. Like Again, like I'm the spreadsheets guy. I'm, I'm the integrator. Like I'm like doing all the project management, like sending out tasks, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And then Goody's like the talker. He, like he loves to get on the phone and talk with people. He'll talk to you for an hour about eating cheese, you know, like it's just uh it's kind of crazy um how it all works and 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 that's like when you're looking for business partners and this is getting way off off of subject but i think it's really important to talk about is is how you 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 integrate you know if you're looking for business partners you know if 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 like adam and i decided to join a business to create a business together probably wouldn't be the best but we'd have to find somebody else to be the we would have an epic spreadsheet we would have an epic spreadsheet that's true color coded and everything (laughs) graphs pie charts combo you know like everything yeah yeah i was gonna say the same thanks to you before you mentioned that it's been one of the really interesting things too is watching like some of the different teams um you know and different partnerships and sometimes when people are starting off we just we think we have to do everything ourselves and and we're not we're not good at everything right and so i think it's really important to to see that in others and find what our strengths and weaknesses are and, and find others that have strengths that, you know, complement and stuff. So that's been pretty neat surrounding yourselves and uh, exposed to other teams and kind of uh, visualizing that. It's interesting you say that because our small group, um, Dave Bray and our small group, we had this conversation last week about really looking at hiring people out that, uh, that we don't like doing ourselves. And I think all of us have since, decided to hire somebody in whatever realm it is, either bookkeeping or admin or, you know, VA with social media. Um, I mean, we, we hired, have, we've hired two people since our last call. Nice. Uh, yeah. We got an admin and a social media. I haven't hired anyone. I just tweaked what my VA was working on, but um, yeah, I've definitely come to the realization that like, I, I enjoy the like, lean six sigma stuff the systemizing and optimizing and spreadsheet like i like i enjoy the theory of all that organizational stuff but when it comes down to brass tacks like that's not what i'm doing you know i'm i'm going out of my way to film four videos i'm not going out of my way to like decide which video needs to get uploaded when or how or like no it's just done 
upload. Like I had to outsource that stuff. And, and it's funny you say that. I think this kind of like correlates into a lot of what we're doing as we're getting into grooves as you're getting to see some of this. But um, yeah, understanding the like how your partner works. People jump into groups. Like there's a, a good friend of mine that you guys all know that, you know, we've talked about possibly partnering up on some stuff before, but I just don't know how it would work out realistically. Cause I'm pretty sure he's like a 175 D and I don't, the chart doesn't go above 99, but he would find a way and he's a pretty high eye as well. So we would just, we would do amazing things in our heads, but as far as executing, we would still need a third person. Like, and there's a, I just read the book, uh, Gino Wickman, the rocket fuel, which is another one. It's, he wrote traction, which is a book. A lot of people are uh, loving right now. And rocket fuel talks about visionary integrator mix. I'm like, Holy crap. Yeah. I need to find me. So I'm like, I've like drawn out my like chart for like, once I get back to where I'm going to stay long-term, like hiring somebody for in the office and what I want that person to look like and do so that I can make that happen because yeah. Anyway, yeah, those books are those books like all three. So he has traction, rocket fuel, and uh, get a grip um, is another one. Like all three of those books are fantastic for um, for kind of putting your business together and thinking about like the big picture of business. And I mean, we've we've used those a ton uh, in, in building ours. Here's an interesting thought about what you said, Stu. Is as military members, we're alphas, right? High level of confidence. We execute aggressively, but that is a double-edged sword. We also don't like to fail. So when you get in a group and you go, I know I need to hire this guy to do this thing that I don't want to do because I know it's going to make me better. You're just, you kind of toy with it for a while. But when you go into that meeting and everybody else in the group is like, yeah, I'm doing that too, because we need to do that. It's going to be good for everybody. It just raises your confidence level you probably would have sat on that maybe for another couple of weeks, another couple of months, and then eventually did it. But being a part of the group, that just expedites your confidence and then it expedites your action. It's incredible. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Shoot, my roommate just hired a VA and basically replaced himself out of a side gig he was doing. It's kind of cool. It's like on autopilot so he can work on something else. I'm like, man, that's all right. But anyway, as much as we kind of sideballed there, I think that was actually a pretty good little segment as far as accountability, team building and mastermind and all that. So, um, but I did want to just wrap up with the question for both of you. How can people get a hold of you if they'd like to talk to you more, um, you know, Instagram, whatever? Yeah, I'm, I'm personally mostly on Instagram. So REI underscore AW. Uh, but you can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. I do a lot on LinkedIn. So it's just my name there, Adam Whitney. Yeah, for me, uh, it's all the same. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Instagram uh, is marcus.l.long and uh, Facebook as well. So any of the three will, will work. Awesome. And reach out. Reach out. We love helping people. Absolutely. Yes. And we need, we need to do coffee again if you ever make it out here to Pendleton again. And a haircut and laundry. You guys yeah. want to do laundry and haircuts right, together? That's, that's right. The picture was right in front of the laundry room. It's like a perfect Marine meeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Haircuts, laundry. <laughs> what, else do you, what, what else do you do on the weekend? Oh, man. I love it. All right. Before we, before we get off this, though, real quick, I do want to just talk for a second. Stu wasn't aware of this, and you guys can jump in, but I wanted to just run through some things that we would like to do in the future um, because I think that's cool anyway. So 
uh, you all know we had been planning this event that this, that's this weekend. And well, by the time this airs, it will probably not be this weekend since this is going to air down the road. But uh, that was on May 29th and 30th. But it was going to be in person. We were going to rent out a we we're going to rent out a bar, a restaurant, and food, and be able to finally hang out and get to know each other. So, you know, we long long run goal like we would like to be able to do some kind of in person event for just the just the war room, just the mastermind group, and uh, be able to hang out in person more. It's just it's the challenge of the fact that we live in you know fifty different area codes. So it's. Uh, it's a bit of a struggle, but there's some definite goals there. So I don't, I don't know where I was going to go with this. I just thought I'd bring up that that is a definite goal down the road is to do more in-person meetups when possible. Let's, yeah, was, let's uh, make really that pumped. goal happen. Yeah, I, I was really pumped, Dave, uh, about when it, when it was previously scheduled to be in, in St. Louis. I was actually uh, planning on flying back, you know, from England um, and stuff to uh, just really super excited about the the opportunity to to meet in person with some of the, the guys, you know, that we've grown these relationships with. And I think it's still going to be a, a an awesome uh, virtual event. Looking forward to it. Um, but, you know, down the, down the road, I look forward to the, the in-person events as well. Yeah, we'll definitely make that happen. Um, and we'll make it happen, Adam, as soon as we're allowed to go outside of our homes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. I think we're going to be good come October time frame. Yeah. So... Put a put a date on the map and let's execute. I like it. All right. Well, hey guys, thanks for joining us today. Stu, any any parting words? Oh man, I think we're all good. I got uh, kids yelling in the background. Yeah, kids so. and sunrises. Yeah, we'll man. Be a better day. Yeah, I, I was stay gonna, on long enough. Adam's about to get hit in the I face. I was gonna jump in, but I got like kiddo in the background, like screaming at me, and you know, would it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I concur. I, I love. We got to do a, some some meetups and groups and. Um, yeah, lots, lots of room for, uh, growth here. Absolutely. Always room for growth. No that's one's right. ever good enough. I mean, it's the wrong way to say that, but that's the Marine Corps <laughs> way to say that. <laughs> There's always room to get better. There you go. Oh, that's what snap. I was, that's what I was going for, but the I'll Navy, take... the Navy happened to save Marines again. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh man. You guys all have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. See ya. Awesome. Thanks Dave. Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarytomillionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show. Give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.